0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Built Environment Marketing Show and I am your host, Iowa Bass, a marketing consultant, speaker and trainer who specializes in working with architects and engineers. Today's episode is all about getting the most out of LinkedIn for marketeers. LinkedIn is important to me because I think it's the social media platform for business and it's too easy for ourselves to neglect ourselves as marketeers and the professionals that we really are and all the things that we know. So I'm all for more of us taking to the airwaves of LinkedIn and actually doing more and shouting about what we know. Today, my podcast is uh, taken from a live that I did with Stacey Meadwell a few months back, where we talked about how marketers like ourselves, Marcom's professionals, can actually get the most out of LinkedIn. It's packed full of lots of kind of insights on what we do, how we do it, the types of things that have worked for us. And it also talks about, I guess, how we use LinkedIn ourselves to help build our community, our visibility, to help us win work. So it's a really, really good action packed episode. Anyway, I'll let you get on with listening and let me know what you think. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. Hi, and welcome to the fourth. The fourth, have we done this four times? The we have the <laughs> comms breakdown. And I am Aya Abbas. I am, what am I? I am a marketing consultant, content creator, general all round good egg. How's that? <laughs> That's
1: brilliant. Well done. (laughs) And I'm Stacey Meadwell. I'm a former property journalist turned content creator working with businesses in the built environment sector. Was that good? And she's a good egg too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right.
0: So I guess starting off with our topic today, which is about getting the most out of LinkedIn. So when you work in marketing and communications, it's so easy to use your personal LinkedIn account just to talk about what your company's doing and I guess towing the party line and and being that person. But for me, there is definitely a point in kind of why you should be writing your own content as you. Does the idea of stepping out from behind the company brand seem scary to you, which I know it is to quite a few people?
1: So we're going to be talking for about 15 to 20 minutes and we're going to be looking at sharing why we think that using your personal LinkedIn account and to, you know, boost your presence on LinkedIn is good for you and for your company and we're also going to talk through some ideas to get you started if you are a bit nervous about stepping out from behind the veil of the company brand and the company logo um, you know bit have been there um, so yeah have some experience of that so let's get going right so let's get cracking so question one Stacey is How can
0: LinkedIn help Marcom's professionals such as us? that's the question
1: well we've both got lots to say on this um i i mean the obvious one is it is, is it boosts your visibility and we're going to come on and talk about how that can help your company brand um in the next in the next section but it i think it's also an opportunity to broaden your network um if you're posting people are more likely to look at personal um personal LinkedIn accounts than company accounts. So yes, that's the reason why you're going to share your company stuff. Um, But it also elevates your visibility. There's a practical element here that if you are getting traction on your personal account, people will tend to follow personal accounts more closely. That will help elevate your company stuff. But if you're posting other stuff, that then helps that as well. And I'm preempting what we're going to say. Sorry. Um, I think there are other elements it's an opportunity for you to explore ideas and topics outside of what your company is posting about to set out your store for what you're interested in as well as what your company is interested in and I think it can open other ideas uh, other opportunities you know maybe speaking opportunities I've got some other ideas but I'm not going to I'm going to go to you Io as i'm waffling she's
0: got like a really long list that's why she's like i gotta leave you i mean i I think in terms of marketing communications professionals when i think about when i started in my career like 22 years ago which is quite scary um but like we've always like as marketers you end up with like senior level access from a really early stage right you end up working directors and you actually learn a lot and you see a lot of an organization that a lot of people don't see and I think that insight and those views and that how we actually see the world, I think, is worth sharing. And I also like what help you to position how you know if you, if you if externally you're putting your view out there also helps to position yourself internally. So like, oh, everyone's listening to her outside. Let's let's listen to her more inside. It gives you more of that gravitas, I think. But I think there's also the horrible fact that when leads are down, pipelines down, people are looking at costs. Who's the first kind of area that they always look to kind of restrict and spend? It's us. It's marketeers and ons people. So for me, having your voice, having your own personal brand is, is like your own kind of security net and safety net. And it will give you access to a hidden job market as well and just help you in terms of having networks and communities who can support you. So for me, I think, yeah, those are some of the reasons why being a marketing community has a mark Holmes person and actually having your own voice and linked quite
1: important. So it, it gives, yeah, I, I completely agree. It gives you people insight to who you are as a person. And you know, we have both been in positions where we've been made redundant. I hate to say the R word, but we've both been in <laughs> positions where you know we have been made redundant. So it's, <laughs> there's a, there's a selfish, you're not there's a selfish element to this. In terms of protecting, you know, building your profile um, as slightly separate to the to the company brand. I mean, there was a couple of things that I also wanted to throw into the mix. Um, it's also an opportunity to experiment and try different styles of content and things maybe that you um, w- aren't doing with the company account um, and the company company page. Um, and, you know, might be an opportunity to prove different types of content. And that also helps you develop your skills and, you know, it's personal development as well. Um, so should we move on? We've kind of started touching on a few of the things now. So this sort of segues very nicely into how building your own personal brand, using your own personal LinkedIn account and posting your own content outside company content, how that actually helps. Your company, okay, so from a company perspective, i like having
0: individuals that have their own profiles, people do business with people, which is a st- you know the, the, the fact that we always talk about, and I think there's that whole thing of actually if people are engaging with your people, your people are thought leaders, they're seen as you know the thinkers, the change makers in the industry. And look who they also work for. And I think there is that knock-on effect of you're the firm that these people are working for and want to be involved in. So therefore, you kind got of to get the benefit of that, of, 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 of that kind of credibility. And I think as well, it, you can't get away from the whole fact that people engage more with people than they actually do with a company page. So therefore, there's also the visibility aspect. But, you know, and I think as well, it's just, you know, Proving that there is value kind of in what you're putting out, it adds variety. So, you know, from your company page, you might put out one version of a piece of content, but actually, you know, allowing your staff to kind of put their own take or individual spin on something is a great way of having, getting more more bang for your content buck as well. So I think there is that whole thing around your individuals make up your company and therefore their voices are about, I guess amplifying your company and what your company does, and it's a great chance for kind of make your company seem way more human as well. So I think it's, it's it all kind of builds.
1: Yeah, and that's a good, that's that's a a great point. And I just wanted to highlight that if you do have a question or an idea that you want to share, do pop it in the comments, and we will come to. We will come to that. If there are any questions, we will try and answer them to the best of our ability uh, towards the end. And um, I would I would add to that. I agree with that. There's there's power in the association in the association. And I also think it's important to have variety in LinkedIn fees. I think if you are if if your entire LinkedIn feed is just sharing company. Um, company content it you know you aren't reaching a different audience um, and there might be people different people that will engage with your own content that again benefits the company because you're reaching a reaching a, a bigger network um, companies see human as as um you know companies versus the human at human angle as you've already mentioned Dio, um, and you know if you work for, I mean, this is obviously works if you are in house at a company, but also if you're working for an agency, setting your stall out as a, as a as an expert, as somebody who is knowledgeable and and experienced, is good is good for an agency because you know you're reaching potential new customers and new clients, and it doesn't necessarily have to be all about what you share as as a you know as a company. So yeah, I I think there is it's a magnifying effect um, for, you know, from the individual account for the company account, there is that really strong association. Um, so we we know we've both talked about this um, sort of off camera and that, you know, that some of the fears that are around posting on your own personal account, um, you know, is it going to, is it going to upset people? You know, how's it be if you're posting, if you're sort of starting to go your own way a little bit, um, you know, there's time issues, that sort of thing. It can be very nerve wracking putting your head above the parapet. I had this when I, when I came out of having worked in a corporate environment for pretty much all my working life to suddenly being self-employed, I didn't have anything to hide behind. You know, I wasn't, Stacey Meadwell the journalist anymore working for a, it, for a well-known brand. Was it easier?
0: Was it easier being like because you're in Property Week like you know people want to speak to you.
1: this Estates Gazette I would say rather than for, rather than Property Week. <laughs> <laughs> um wow. It, well yeah it is it, it was it it was because uh, you know yes there is a big there is a big power to being uh, being a journalist particularly if you're in one of the big trades you know whether that's estates gazette or property week or, or any of the other sort of property titles that are out there not where well, you know other property titles are available um because people people want people want to get their name in they want to talk they want to talk to you but for me it was more about well who Who? what do I talk about and why would anybody pay any attention to me because I'm not a journalist anymore because there's nothing in it for them kind of thing so that was that was very difficult to get over so let's talk a bit about how we get how how do you get started IO what what would be your tips for how you kind of step out from behind the company profile
0: do you know what I would say start small so it's like Take incremental steps. So, I mean, I normally say don't reshare company posts, but actually at first, if you don't feel comfortable, then just add in a line of what you think and share that, reshare that company post. I think it's a good way to start. It's relatively easy you know, just adding a line of what you think about something. Um, And I think it's just getting your own spin and getting used to your own voice and and actually what you believe and what your thoughts are. So that's a nice way of doing it. And it's a very, very gentle way to start. I think the other thing you can either do is just um, one of the favourite things I do when I'm quite busy is actually... I just look at different publications for a, like an article that's interesting that's just come out. And again, I would just add my own spin on and link to that. So it might be a marketing related angle, articles and current social media, you know, depending on what it is and actually just give my own spin on that. And some of those have probably been some of the biggest engagements that I've actually had in terms of views on LinkedIn. So I think those are kind of relatively simple ways to get started. Um, and then I guess it's like, then you can kind of go from there. I mean, just initially, how would you start?
1: Um, I would say yes to sort of adding your own spin when you share stuff. Um, but the, I think the other key area is commenting. Yeah. And actually you can get that can be a nice stepping stone. And I'm not talking about commenting on your company posts and your your colleagues your (laughs) colleagues posts but just stepping out and commenting on other content that's outside of that area um you know it could be stuff that you're personally interested in it could be stuff that's you know related to the related to the industry yeah but that's a really good way. It's really good for your visibility as well. I think commenting is, isn't used enough by enough people on LinkedIn. And it's, it's really good for your visibility because I, it, go, it, I, it it comes up in notifications in people's feeds that you have commented. So it, may, it increases your visibility. But it is... It, you, you know, you, you can write a couple of sentences, add value. I mean, don't just say great post or this is really interesting say something <laughs> meaningful. But it it's like it is a little stepping stone. And from there, once you've got used to sort of having your voice out there in the world, sort of commenting on other people's posts, maybe think about, OK, I actually have more to say on this. Perhaps I could do my own post and just expand on it, expand on it a little bit and, you know, take it from there. Use use it like that. Um, I think I know you shared your idea Io, uh, for for stuff that you, you know, commenting on stuff that's happening in the news. Um, But some other ideas is to think of, you know, if you you were working in sort of marketing and communications, Think of stuff that, you know, that you've seen that you really liked or maybe fails. I mean, a brilliant example of this was... the I forget her name the education minister who really messed up in a press interview left her oh, left her mic been on. so many Stacey it
0: could be, <laughs> any, it? She be left, honest, how many she, education ministers <laughs> have we had about seven
1: <laughs> <laughs> about she left years. it was it was yeah it was very, really recently and she left her mic on and got all uh, and got a little bit sweary uh, which wasn't good and I saw somebody I, I, saw, I saw a you know a PR that I know share that and just share a few thoughts on sort of the mistakes that she'd made you yeah. know it's it's about sharing your expertise, which is a bit different to sharing what your company is is doing. Um, so, yeah, if you've if you've observed something, you've seen a bit of good marketing, or you know, I mean. It depends on whether whether you want to go down the route of trashing trashing other things other people done, and that's can be a little bit a little bit risky. But
0: in a positive way, Stacey.
1: Yes, you can. You can. There are ways. There are ways of do. There are ways of doing doing it in a nice in in a nice constructive way. But maybe start with sort of good things that you have you have seen. Um, You know, that was a really great bit of marketing. I know a lot of people um, shared the Apple sustainability ad video that they that they made which was really good and a lot I I saw that shared by quite a few people so it's that sort of thing say you know why you're sharing it I saw this it was really really good
0: hi it's Io here and as you're a listener to the show I just wanted to tell you a bit more about how I can help you get your built environment marketing done If you're looking to set up a company podcast or trying to figure out what content you want to create for an amazing campaign that really engages your audience, or even if you want to get your business more up to speed in terms of how they approach digital marketing and how you get kind of senior level people on board with workshops and training, then do bear me in mind. I'm actually a marketing consultant, content creator, and trainer, but I work specifically with built environment firms just like yours. So I know the best practice and approaches, but also most importantly, how to apply them to our sector. You can find out more about my work at abassmarketing.com or feel free to email me at io, which is A-Y-O at abasmarketing.com. There's also links in the show notes too. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. I think the whole commenting thing is a huge one. But I also think like, if, you, if you're not sure what to comment on, like you, there's like little tips and tricks you can do. Like you go to the search bar, say hashtag marketing, hashtag built environment or hashtag construction. And then you can see all the posts there and you can literally sort by the most recent. And then you could just say, right, I'm going to pick five of these and I'm going to comment. And that's your commenting done. So I think there's things like that where you can kind of break out of your own echo chamber as well. So mm-hmm. look at the wider industry or those topics that are relevant to you. And I often talk about having like content pillars, which are the things that you tend to talk about. So like mine, for example, are I talk about myself, because I love myself. Uh, <laughs> IO. And then I also talk about marketing or the built environment. So that's that's my general umbrellas for my content. And I think having those, it means I've got a focus. I know, I know what I write about and and what are the key things for me in my business. And, and my profile and what I want to talk about so I think it's just having a kind of framework that you use and what's pertinent to you and what things are interesting to you um I think some of the interesting stuff I also get sometimes is just experiences so if I've been walking to school or I see an ad or I'll have a conversation with a client reading oh that's really interesting so I tend to kind of take notes as I'm going along. So I like have an Evernote doc where I'll literally just jot down an idea because otherwise I will literally forget it in an hour. So so that's kind of how I tend to do things. And I also do things like sometimes if I get an idea, I will literally just... Take a note on my phone. So I literally speak it into otter. Um and things like that. So it's just trying to find different things I can talk about, different things I can share, things that have inspired me. And it's just finding those things. And also it could be interest outside works and things like that, Mm -hmm. which I post about sometimes not that often. But I think it's that kind of the observations, the PR campaigns Mm -hmm. you like, the people you like you know talking about your peers and your community so there's absolutely tons of stuff that you can kind of talk about and I think as marketers we see it all and mm-hmm. and, and don't ever think that your views aren't relevant aren't important because really they are um mm-hmm. and I think more of us kind of just need to find that voice because mm-hmm. it's good fun
1: yeah, yeah. It's def- definitely and I think that comes back to the point I it was made earlier about mixing up mixing things up and actually, yes, having the, you know, having different types of content, you know, and is is there something that you're doing outside of work that yeah. you you know that you want to talk about something you know do you have outs- outside interests are you involved in a local charity there's all sorts of stuff that you can you know you can drop in on occasions if there are if there are any questions do pop them in the comments now um because we're going to be wrapping up um, wrapping up soon um actually i just wanted to come back about back to your point io um about sort of, you know, sharing your learnings and things that you, have, that you have learned along the way. And one example of this, which I'm seeing people do very effectively, is AI and people who are trialing AI and sort of talking about how, you know, how they've used it, what the problems they've had, the successes they've had, what they've, what they've learned from it. So it could be something like that. Is there an area that you are exploring, even, yeah. you know, as part of your job, that you could share knowledge and expertise and you know that's good that's good for you but it's also good for the business because it's you're visible you are associated with your with your company you're showing that you're knowledge you know you know that you're innovating you're i hate i shouldn't ha- i just i want to kind of i just said innovating and i hate that word um <laughs> Every i didn't say that we'll, we'll bleep that we'll bleep that out <laughs> on the on the re on the replay but you know it shows that you're you know you're inquisitive you're exploring it just shows the sort of direction direction of traveling so there's there's a lot of material um yeah. uh, sorry actually no we have a question from a seal you know hi Aseel. Aseel. hi a when does personal brand become too annoying
0: you're not annoying a <laughs> no
1: you're definitely not <laughs> you're definitely not <laughs> annoying um i think it's important it's hard, isn't it? i like the barometer and that's very personal yeah yeah Is and it- i I, I think there's, you know, find you find your own you find your own balance. And I think it's you know, it's always part of the mix of what you're putting out. Um, you know, so it doesn't I, I think if you're only publishing your own stuff and talking about yourself all the time, then yes, that's gonna get very, you know, tedious. But it's what you were saying, Io, about having your content pillars and actually thinking, right, these are the key areas I'm gonna talk about and making sure that you mix between between all your different content pillars. And also,
0: I think sometimes you, when you do look at posts that might come across as being more annoying, I always find it's going to be stuff that's either more extreme views or some, yeah, like you said, the kind of self centered stuff. And then it gets a bit too samey and too me, like I would say, too me, me. And I think, yeah, that does, that can get really annoying. Um, but I do think, and also, I think there was that, like, there was a trend, wasn't there, early on in like lockdowns where like, post four times a day it's like come on that's ridiculous that's so much stuff and that was that did soon become very annoying and I think actually I'm going to just keep going on about annoying now but also <laughs> doing it positively but yeah. also I think it's you know like sometimes when everything on your feed is the same you know like mm-hmm. because nobody's really kind of sat there and thought we're all doing exactly the same thing let's, let's mm-hmm. post a different way so I don't know. When does personal become too annoying? I keep thinking about this. It's really weird. It's wholesome for courses, but I think it's a balance. Mm. And I think you have to just be aware yourself that you're not just posting all the same stuff that is me, me, me or sell, sell, sell or too much. Mm. And it's a a personal thing that you kind of, I guess it's inherent Mm. in you, I think. So yeah. So sometimes I sit there and think, am I promoting too many, too many events? So like that went through my head, for example, this week, because I thought, it's a lot to keep going. I've got this live, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, even though it's interesting or mm. it is to me. But then if you're looking, you might go, Oh, I don't have time for all of that. You know? So you ha- you do need to be wary of your own personal individual, what you're putting out there, I think, mm-hmm. but that's up to you to have that.
1: But the, the flip side of that is if you are sharing, if, if your main tactic is sharing stuff, you know, company related content or talking about, you know, company related content, actually adding in some stuff that's not that you know if, if that's you know if you only have so much of that to share you might not have you know stuff happening sort of three times a week to post about or whatever you can actually mm. increase your frequency of posting and how you use and that again is good for overall for linkedin you know it likes doesn't like people being too regular like you know Three times a day, or anything like that, it's not a good idea. But actually, if you can consistently put out, you know, um, content every week, or a couple of posts a week, or something like that, actually introducing your own, you know, some content that is more relevant to you personally, um, or stuff that you are interested outside of outside of the company, can actually help you post more regularly and more frequently. So that's the flip side. That's the flip side of that.
0: Did we actually answer your question Yes. (laughs) I'm sure. Let us know. Let
1: let us know. (laughs) Let us know. Um, Did
0: we actually answer that in a way, or did I just talk about what was annoying? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) have
1: any more questions for us as well. Otherwise, we'll move on to our final actionable tip. No questions. Okay. Well, if one comes in while we're while we're doing our action of final actionable tip, then then we'll answer it. But if not, um, let's go to our actionable tip. Do you want me to go first, Io? You go. You go. You go first. (laughs) There was a slight look of panic on your face. There, I don't know. (laughs) That's my brain trying to work. work. So my my actionable tip is that if you if you aren't used to posting your own stuff, you don't have to write long posts. Actually, LinkedIn now it, it rewards short posts just as much. It used to be a case of you must write three hundred words. It's not it's not the case case at all now. So you know you only need to write two, three, four sentences. It doesn't have to be a long post. So. That would be my kind of actual tip to take away. Just think of something that you can write about in three or four sentences.
0: My one tip, what would that be? I think my one tip is just to just find your voice and do it because I just think we've all got to start doing that, especially with the whole kind of rise of AI and things like that. I think we've all got to get up, find our own voices and I think now's a great time to start. Mm, um, we actually have a question from Olivia. Yes. The choice. Could you touch on trialling AI, even though... That- <laughs>
1: Is that, Olivia, is that trialing AI for, on LinkedIn or just, gen, or generally?
0: It can be either. Just let us know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I would say for LinkedIn, I just think for your personal account, it, if you are really, really stuck and you find it, find coming up with content really hard, then yeah, use, use, you know, use AI to get you started, but do edit because you want it to sound like you, and there's no point having content on, on your personal LinkedIn account that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like you. You know, you people would know. Olivia yeah. would never say that like that, and never <laughs> use that phrase, never use that term. So, that that would be my that would be my. Have you on, noticed on AI. The
0: AI prompts that are coming in on LinkedIn itself like which have you uh, like suggested posts and they're also doing like collaborative AI articles and stuff mm. which is all interesting stuff that it's trialing itself but I think also I, I I also think in terms of AI it's like just you can see there are some comments where people are using AI to actually create their comments and it just comes off really weird and it mm. doesn't sound normal or human so I, I would I would shy away from that but I think using AI for idea generation if you are not sure what to post. I think that's completely valid, and we've used it ourselves Mm -hmm. for idea generation. Uh, Also, it's good for sometimes, like, I can – sometimes I use AI. um, If I do a LinkedIn poll, you could actually put all your comments and responses into AI and ask for for summaries just to kind of what they find, what the key themes Mm -hmm. are. That stuff, it can do really, really well. So I think there are kind of ways you can use AI to kind of help you in terms of LinkedIn and what you're doing for ideas, for summaries and things like that. But like Stacey says, you really need to edit because it sounds like a robot. And yeah. So it has a certain structure. And once you start using it, you start to see the structure on LinkedIn and you start to see how people are like wording things weirdly. And you're like, just doesn't sound right. And mm. That's the key one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. And, you know, the whole... <laughs> coming back to a point you made earlier io is that it's about human to human and yeah. sounding like it's sounding like a human being and you know sounding like you and people will engage with that for more than they will engage with something that just sounds a bit odd and robotic
0: thanks so much for listening to the built environment marketing show Don't forget to check out the show notes, which will have useful links and resources connected to this episode. You can find that on abassmarketing.com. And of course, if you like the show, please do share it with others on social as it helps more people to find us. See you soon.